This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 11th, 9th, 11th again. Another season done, but ending with a big win. You are watching... The Blue Monday podcast. You know that when we started the podcast, Rich, this was like supposed to be the fifth season in the Premier League now. We're now in the Champions League, yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Rich? Yeah, well, I'm all right, mate. I've um, you, got you've, been, my you've been been on the yeah, you've been on the you've been on the source fraternising with Ipswich Town journalists allegedly, yeah. team leader and um, in how many have, have I, how many have I had? If, if you're counting, how many have I had? Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah he drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, Lager, Dave, Lager. Oh, was he? Was he there as well? Oh, yeah. Dear. Oh no, no, no! Not for the duration. I was there for the. We 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 met a few of the guys, didn't we, in the ground, and then I left before Rich went fraternising. Responsible. Anyway, Sean yeah. Lager, um... Andrew Lager, Paul Westlake, Ghost Ship, <laughs> Ghost Ship, I think it was, and Chris ran as well. It was good to see some folks after the game. That is brilliant. Nice. Uh, we'll, we'll stop about our um, your, your fraternising. I was up here in um, Bedfordshire doing a five-hour stream, and yes. I, I think I'm looking resplendent. For everybody watching on YouTube as well, if you are watching on YouTube, when you hit like today, it's for my for my hair that's very very bouffant and bedridden. Bushy. Bushy. Um, got, uh, did you talk about James Norwood, who um, lit up Ipswich Town Twitter? Um, I think was it on Friday? Or was it on Thursday yeah. with a with a, <laughs> I'm leaving you, you bitch. <laughs> no, it wasn't that type of, it was a very, um, what's the word? Um, magnanimous? Not, yeah, ma- that, yes, magnanimous. It was a very magnanimous tweet. And um, I think Mr. Nord would admit his Twitter has not always been magnanimous over the last no, few years. Not. It's been uh, provocative at times, a bit trolley at times, very funny at times as well with the... Um, I wonder if that's what he's going to be remembered for, getting some retweets from The Rock and from Stone Cold back in August of um, 2019 or whenever it was. Um, look, I won't read the whole the whole thing. Um, Dave, I'm sure you're highly triggered as I am by people starting a sentence with the word so. 
as well. It's unnecessary. It can be removed <laughs> every time, but I don't want to be the language. It was. Pen. Was it? Did he? Did he? I did read it. I've, no, I've, com- I've no read comma it. after the so as well. No, was it? So my journey has come to an end. That's even. What was it? No, so I mean, tomorrow is the last time I could potentially oh, okay. pull on an Ipswich. But look, I'm I'm being Potent- I'm being ooh, potentially. Ooh. Yeah. Well, he, he might have not. But it's it's that whole footballers if selected. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Thing, keep us guessing it. But it's a lovely, it's a lovely message, um, yeah, and it, Richard. Look, he's, a play, um, he's a player that came with great promise. It just had a, off the back of a really good couple of seasons with Tranmere, a very prolific season with Tranmere. And let's face it, for those first few games of that nineteen twenty era, him and Jackson were pretty lighting it up, weren't they? You know, really were. I remember, okay, against a poor South End side, I remember really. You know, you think, crikey, we've got a front two here. And for one reason or another, again, this is, he comes to Ipswich. I think his injury record prior to coming to Ipswich was generally pretty good. Um, he's picked up injuries along the way. He's had um, personal issues, obviously, outside of football and outside of the club, which obviously hasn't helped his time here. Um, look, he is, you know, his goals record still, even for us, speaks for it. Speaks well, he for said itself. in the Instagram message, Dave, um, or Twitter or wherever it was, that it was a goal every 180 minutes. Yeah, so it speaks, so look, that, speak, that speaks for itself, certainly at this level. Um, and I know you hear stories, yeah, I'm not, sorry, you hear stories I'm talking about, you know, over Twitter over the last couple of days since that was announced, you get, it's a very kind of, Marmite reaction, isn't it? You get, oh, well, you know, almost the, the reaction, oh, good riddance, you know, better off without him. But you, but you also do get that nagging doubt of, oh, this this one will come back to, you know, if he ends up in League One, this one will come back to bite us. He is a goal scorer and there is going to be one charged up <laughs> if he, if, that, if that does occur. However, I think you'd think hopefully, uh, you know, our, our, our defenders would know him well enough to, to play on that. But look... Um, yeah, it's just a shame it shame it hasn't worked out for him and Ipswich because he will score goals at this level. There's no doubt well, about that. But for him, perhaps he just needs personally a new, a, you know, a new challenge. Rich, do you want to pick up on that? I'm interested in what Dave said because obviously we had this thing with David McGoldrick, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that's going to happen. He's going to be Player of the Year, finish second in the Championship, and then finish ninth in the Premier League. I'm not suggesting that's going to happen. But it's one of those weird ones, isn't it, where it's not. It's not like Cole Skew's going to Colchester where you're like, look, you've been a really good servant, you're of a certain age, and you're now ready to drop down a level. It's not like if Luke Wolfenden signed for QPR or whatever, where you're like, you're a young player, you're probably going to do really well. It's, it's, a di- it's a different one to get your head around, isn't it? I'm trying to think of comparable transfers where you join a divisional rival who's kind of at a similar level to you. I, I think we... Ellis it, Harrison? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, a great shout. Yeah, exactly right. And and I guess uh, for strikers, you always who's hope, he? Dave's going. You always going to throw one in. Marcus Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, go uh, on. they weren't a divisional rival. A bygone era. Go on. We yeah. got relegated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's saying the other way round yeah, yeah. from Huddersfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can still find him. Yeah, I, and Ellis Harrison has obviously not had not set the world alight. Uh, Pompey or Fleetwood, did he? So, uh, I yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? And uh, I, I, there was a lot of feeling yesterday, the celebration we'll talk about for the goal, where the players seem to be kind of pointing to the back of his shirt and the sort of players, he seems really popular in the dressing room, which isn't is, a surprise. Yeah. And I just wonder whether, you know, maybe if we offer him a year, he, he might not take it. But, you know, he, he seems to have the attributes, you know, he's going to wind a few people up, but I'd rather he winds up people for Ipswich than 
I think the, I think this whole conversation, this whole debate, is the exemplification of the insecurity of the football fan. Isn't oh, it? Yeah. You're just always scared. They get like on the one hand, I'm hearing Ipswich fans saying we're going to sign a 20 goal championship stroke, and on the other hand, you know, you, you the, the, the same kind of think tank is going. Oh, I'm not sure we should get rid of get rid of Norwood, but I think better I, the devil I, you know, Ben. I think. Yeah, well, quite. Yeah, um, I I do think if um, everyone's on this game changer, you know, thing that you you, you do move on, and um, yeah, if you're in fear of, you know, this striker that's come from Tranmere and been fairly decent at League One level, uh, then perhaps the journey hasn't elevated to the levels we hope Correct. it's going to. But what's next the season. worst? That's, that, but Rich, that's no disrespect to James Norwood, of course. No, and what's the worst damage that he can do somewhere else in League One? Score a couple of goals against Take us, maybe? Take six points off us, yeah. You know, it's it's a wage that is freed up. He potentially does damage to other teams who will be challenging at the top of the League One table as well. I, I think, as you say, it's kind of people fear change generally, don't they? But strikers is always the one you kind of think, oh man, this might come back to yeah, bias. But I think given yeah, what we've heard so far, hopefully the investment there. And you've seen it, the closing day of the season, we'll talk about the roundup, won't we? Will Keane for Wigan, even Twine, who's not really a striker, scoring 20-odd goals. You know, that's what we've missed the last few seasons. You know, even Rotherham have got Smith with 19 and, you know, our leading scorer's got 12 and he played on the right wing. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, it's an area of the team that needs definite strengthening. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll see whether Norwood's a backup option, whether he pops up somewhere and I I would assume also, as you said, Rich, he's on a, a reasonable, considerable yeah. wage for League One level. So, yeah, there's another big factor. Um, Richard, you're going to be really pleased because you've um, consistently disrespected and dis- besmirched the honour of um, Kladke, the reserve goalkeeper. I jest. I jest. Um, you, weren't, you, you, you questioned his uh, goalkeeping at times, reasonably so, I think. Um, he's going back up to Scotland, yes? We think so. I mean, this is the, the second time this story's come out. Um, I think we were a bit surprised that he was on the bench yesterday. Nick Hayes was on the bench for, against Crew, um, but I think yeah, this is uh, we were asked for a outlandish prediction or an outrage prediction by Chris Rand in a previous flagship question. Love, love an outlandish outland, prediction. and I don't think it's a particularly outlandish one in the case of Kladke. It's, it's a shame it's not worked out. I think you you have sympathies for this, Ben. I think he's a recent father. He's got a young child. and <laughs> Look at my down. hair this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't making any, yeah. I wasn't besmirching your good name. But but as in it's like your word again. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag besmirch. But he's moved down here to a new area with a newborn baby, probably living in hotels for quite a few months, trying to buy a house. I mean, what? And then trying to settle in at a football club. It starts not so well. I can totally understand how it's, it's been a difficult time for him, but you just have to look at Christian Walton. Even yesterday, when we're at utterly dominant, there's two moments where he pulls out two amazing saves. So I, I know I've got a bit of a reputation, as you mentioned there, about being critical <laughs> of the keepers, but only because I know very, that very disrespectful. The standard, exactly, exactly. always, <laughs> always out, out, completely out, outrageous from the start. <laughs> but, but, but look at what Walton's done for us. I wonder if he hasn't got any confidence. And yeah. Rich is busy mates with what Walton as well because he interviewed him, which you can check out on the um, on the YouTube oh, oh. channel and the, and the podcast. No, uh, Rich, Rich is right. Walton is just magnificent. I mean, there's, surely there's not a better. Well, there is a better guy. He wasn't picked in the team. Oh, of the don't year, do but that thing, Dave. Don't do he's, that. He's, oh, he's he the best in mag- the division. Where's Walton? Magnificent, magnificent. But um. Yeah, yeah, and you'd think both are going to move on. You'd think Kladke's yeah. going to move on. You'd think Holy's going to move on. So, well, do you want to just over off to Tom Carroll, Dave? Who I know yours and my taste, 
Um, yeah, he's just, the sort of player you and I love, but it's just yeah, not been very good, has he? Not really. No, no. Very similar player in style, you would say, to perhaps Andre Dezel, but perhaps without even that sort of positivity of that. You know, we used to love that Andre Dezel disguise pass, didn't we? That we used oh. to say, you know, that, oh, yeah, just not, you know, the pass is there, but he gives the ball away. But yeah, it's the pass. Yeah, just not yeah. up to. Um, yeah, it just, it just for some reason or another hasn't worked. Again, whether he's struggled with a few injuries and stuff, it just it just hasn't hasn't worked. Um, Is it a cliche, Dave, that he's too good for League One? Do you know, it, it, he's a bit of a Rolls Royce midfielder at this level, isn't he? Yeah, he hasn't got be. the. It, it, it could be that. It. It, it could be that. Yeah, he's just he, he looks such a good footballer. Doesn't he? he looks lovely on the ball, easy on the eye. Lot we said, me and you love footballers like that, but. In the hurly burly of League One, it just hasn't just hasn't I, worked. I would dive in as well. Um, sound very pedantic. He couldn't find a, a niche in the championship no. either, right. so he just feels like a bit of a. Yeah, I, I don't know where you bit, where yeah. you pitch that type player unless. I, uh, do, do you remember when Jeez, Brentford remember used to come Spurs and they? Didn't look, do you remember I mean, when Brentford used to come before they got Ben Rama and play through Ryan Woods and oh, like the whole thing was to love um, the Ryan Woods. game to the Allen Church um, game, yeah. You know, stick him in space. That's that's probably the way you have to play with someone like Carroll. Completely, but people don't play through deep line playmakers anymore. That trend no. was a few years old, and it's all about wing, wing backs now and inside forwards. And midfielders are a bit more functional now, Dave, aren't they? That 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 started and ended with Glenn Hoddle at Swindon. I'm sorry, but <laughs> move on, move what on. Are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? No, no, sorry, disparaging too. So many there's been. No, you're right. No, he, he, you're probably right. You know, use him in that almost like that quarterback type role. You know, where he could get on the ball and spray passes about. But yeah, it just it just, just didn't work out for him here. And you know, he was, well, I mean, more than held his own. I can remember him playing for Spurs in the Premier. More than held his own when he played there. So, but a lot, obviously, good few years ago now. But yeah, let's hope he picks up and finds a. He'll, he'll find another team at certainly at League One level. You would think. And if you want a bit of fun, type into Twitter or uh, Tom Carroll, Anfield, Swansea, or whatever. He plays one of the best passes you will ever see in your life, and someone's clipped it up for two seconds. Um, Richard, we've got to talk about Wes Burns, and it's no surprise, given his um, numbers and whatnot, that he swept the board in the Player of the Year awards. Yeah, and proved why with a fantastic performance against Charlton um, and yeah, I, 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 I'm not, there's not a huge amount of debate about this. Apart, I think a lot of we would do. You did a straw poll, didn't you, Dave, around the table at the Greyhound yesterday? And yeah, that was, was quite it, funny. I think there was six or seven of us at the Greyhound yesterday, and five said Danassian, <laughs> and two said Burns. One of which was, I've got to confess, was they're doing that. They're just trying to be edgy, though. The ones that said today, they're just trying to not I, do I, the popular voice, are they? Them. <laughs> I, I went. I, I went. I must admit, my vote would have gone for for Danassian just because of well, what he's achieved this season. But yeah, Burns has been. Yeah, I think by the sound of it, Burns was a landslide, seemingly a landslide in the supporters' poll, and um, and Danassian was not a very close second, but he was second. So there you go. You always get this with Player of the Years. You get the head vote and the heart vote, don't you? You get the emotional vote for someone like Danassian, who's was. Seemingly been bombed out about ten times, then been very yeah, consistent. Whereas the head goes, if you're going to sell a player right now for lots of money, who's got really good yeah. numbers, I just had it on the screen and I've forgotten what it said. What the, the 18 goal contributions from right wing back, which is absurdly um, good, isn't it? Sorry, I just removed you all from the screen. He ended up with 13, yeah. didn't he? Did he end up with 13? Uh, 18 goal contributions, so 12 goals. Uh, this is just league figures: 12 goals. 
Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Six assists, 18 um, across uh, 34 starts. I'll do that naughty thing where you don't say appearances and you say starts. So, yeah, 18 goal contributions in 30, 34 starts from right right wing back, which A says a lot about his and- um, season. And um, he's the one that trans- translated the best across from Paul Cook to Kieran McKenna as well. <laughs> And also think of those 34 starts of those, so those 12 games he missed. He missed those batch of games, didn't he? October. He appeared in he another got, three. He got yeah. cooked the sack, really, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, kind of, he, he disappeared <laughs> he in the wrong play. time, didn't he? And, but, uh, you know, our form was, yeah, I mean, there, there again, there's another, there's another testament to his season, really. But it, it highlighted, you know, his his success in the team is highlighted something we've known for a while which was we've rarely had pace in our sides you know in the wide positions we've had creativity certainly and someone with a trick or two but never you know i think we out had and keenan out. bennett's maybe Raw had a pace. little bit of pace but never created yeah. much so yeah. burns kind of bring the two things together and scores goals different types of goals as well so massive player we yeah we really need to keep hold of him as well but just yeah, an idea for for the that lad that, we, that mick loaned out rich um Played against Burton, Mustafa Carayel. Oh yeah, the quickest player we've had in years, isn't he? Well, game he? wonder against Creston, but I quite <laughs> yeah, like. And then he got hurt as well, didn't he? He went yeah. off at half time. But I, <laughs> I quite like the idea of the supporters player of the year vote being a top three because I think the top three is important because you're going to have like an outlier like Burns who's just off the scale in terms of contributions. I think. Donatian's second place is an important story given his re- story, renaissance, yeah, his renaissance, as you yeah. were. And I think Walton would have got third. And I think that's also, you know, I think it's it's not a, you don't get a trophy for second and third, sadly. <laughs> but but I think being a participant in that top three is is a good thing as well. And no, you're right. Yeah, you did there. Did you notice that? No. <laughs> I'll get I'll get in trouble now. I got in lots of trouble. Let's talk about the attendance tra- yesterday, Ben. Twenty six thousand. Yeah, I got in oh. trouble for so Craig was very disrespectful to Wigan, and I got stick for laughing at him. What, what is the world accessory? To? To was, he dis- was he disrespectful to Wigan? Very extremely. Just been promoted. Yeah. That excellent Wigan team who we've been bigging up all season yeah. and um, praising their manager who we might have liked working for us and we might have been in a very different <laughs> position we think it was. Um, speaking of different positions, um, the under-18s are in a very different position than the first team, Dave, because I believe they are development champions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was supposed to go. I couldn't go. I was under the weather. Rich, we'll leave it at that. Um, the, um, <laughs> they obviously romped home the other night, 7-0. I know Coventry had a Center off, sent off uh, fairly early doors at one nil. Was it maybe one nil, two nil? Yeah, apparently, as I think most of the academy games this year, Cameron Humphreys was the star of the show, wasn't he? I don't think he scored, but he had about four, three or four assists, didn't he, Rich? A couple of corners, decent. if I recall. And young um, young Chirira played well and did he score a couple of walls? So I'm not sure, but again, he looked, he, I think he looked the part as well. Um, yeah. yeah, brilliant. Yeah, just great to see these lads, these lads there on the development. Um, as Adam Ate wasn't obviously up to a point until he's to now gone. You know, Kieran Dye, who's obviously influence over the team, was was also uh, huge. Rich, yeah, and Humphrey's in the team yesterday or Saturday, depending on folk listening to this. So that's and Adam Ate at the end in his post match interview kind of talks. You know, a lot of people have been getting excited about the word 
pathway, which I think it should be our new band word on the pod, Ben, <laughs> along with winnable war, and others. Uh, no, um, war, war chest. That's, that's exactly, my yeah. absolute least favourite is war um, chest. So but, Dave, 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 Dave makes a note of these and makes sure he says them twice. No, no, when he, no, when he says pathway, I just looked outside and that reminded me I've got to get my carcher out later. Sorry, stop there. What is, it, what is a carcher? Uh, well, it's a brand not pressure washing event. Come on, you must have Cartier. one of them. It's like Tannoy. It's like Alan Partridge correcting oh, people a... for saying Tannoy, not PA system. A- absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, so, Rich, you were making a yeah, point was, about yeah, pathways, chatting about football. That's, Dave ruined it. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but he's, he said the success of the team, obviously, trophies great and like great for the team that missed out on playing Liverpool in a stadium and stuff like that. So, um, but he was sort of saying, yeah, the, the sign of the success is getting these players in the first team. So. That's great. And we need to thank um, Theo at ITFC who sorted out a few tickets for us, including Dave, who couldn't make it um, in the director's box on Wednesday night, which was great. So um, stop, stop, I mean, stop. Hang on. Lagging stop. you yeah. off. Hang on. You didn't tell me the director's box. See, yeah, right? now, he would, now he's not under the weather anymore. There Dave, we go. No, Dave I was struggling. I, no, no, no. I, seriously, I was struggling. I was struggling. We had Wednesday, Edmondson morning. on one side and Chaplin on the other side. That's not a lie either. Yeah. It's not a very good front three, that. I don't like the balance of it, really. No, no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is the master of blagging director's box tickets, and he doesn't He doesn't even show up now. It's, I can't, you know, I can't, believe, I, I can't there, believe that. Done that. <laughs> he's not, he's I not say, bothered I about very, chatting to Brian Hamilton before the game anymore. I had a very it? late evening the night before in London, and um, I, I just didn't feel well the next day. I thought I had COVID, actually. got. I, this is true. took a COVID test, which was negative, but I thought, no, I can't. You know, last game coming up, I can't risk. Rich and um, obviously possibly Joe Fair's missing the last game due to me infecting them with COVID. So very, like, very noble, um, responsible. Um, if you have, um, you know, had a long day in London and you want some food when you get back from your long day, I would I'll recommend our partners. You like that? A favourite yeah. chicken. With wings more crisp than a James Norwood finish, ribs meatier than a Sam Morty tackle, and chicken tastier than Wes Burns, favourite is Britain's tastiest chicken. And as a listener of the Blue Monday podcast, you can get 20% off by entering BM20 at the checkout. Order direct from their menu at chicken-ipswich.co.uk. They'll deliver anywhere within a 2.7-mile radius of the store. And if you're not quite as local as the Bond family, you can click and collect. The store is located just off Hadley Road. Favourite, Britain's tastiest chicken. 2.7 miles feels very specific. I wonder whether that's a universal thing that our friends at Favourite Chicken do, or that's just specific to, just includes David's house, doesn't it? They've got he's the, at, the two pencils and a piece of string and draw. To he's at circle, 2.6. To exclude but someone. Just. We do greatly appreciate all the Fantastic. people who've used the uh, discount code over at Favourite Chicken. And we thank um, the guys at Favourite Chicken for coming on board once again. I told, I, to be fair, I did sell them that we'd be promoted this season. So, um, yeah, we'll see if my lies um, will, will, work, will work again. But, uh, no, we do, in all seriousness, we, we thank them greatly. Um, I was getting really grumpy with this. 4-0 home win yesterday, Dave, as the goals were flying in. I was thinking, ah, well, what might have been? But it's very much, it's like a post-season friendly rather than a rather than a pre-season that, friendly, isn't what's it? That, what's that Chris Rear song? Oh, I like um, not driving home for Not driving home for Christmas. What's the other one? Fool on the beach. think it's over? On the, on the, on the beach. beach, that's the one. What a lovely guitar riff that has as well. That's, that the is, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think Charlton had thoughts of that yesterday. Feet were up. 
Two flakes in the ice cream. You love to see it. Anyway, um, here is your Ipswich Town team for the post-season friendly. Um, whichever way we play this, guys, we'll get we'll get mocked on Twitter. If we get too excited, it's a it's a dead rubber. If we underplay it, we you know we should be more excited. So we we'll try and go right down the middle here. Uh, Walton in girl, Danassi in Wolfenden, Baggett, uh, Penny and Burns wide, uh, Morsi Backinson. Chaplin, Selina, and Bon. And um, we'll just quickly bang through this chart side as well. Harness, Innes, Pierce, Vermeuwe. Is he on loan from Norwich? Yeah. Uh, Taylor, Matthews, Gilby, Dobson. <laughs> Dobbo. <laughs> Milligan, <laughs> please. Morgan, <Sessions>. Stockley. <laughs> we do. So Charlton have got 14 players and lost 4 0, according to you two. Anyway, uh, Richard, uh, your thoughts on that selection? Let me leave it up for you. Yeah, good to see um, Baggett in the team. I think probably out of necessity given the injury to Bur- uh, Burgess. Um, interesting, I guess, were, with who was going to play up front and Bond got the nod, kind of felt like, a, I don't know whether Dave agrees with this, kind of a farewell, you know, his his, la- his last bow maybe in a town shirt, so let's put him in there. But otherwise, around, isn't there? very little um, controversy with that lineup, I'd suggest. You agree, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much, you think you'd think it was Macaulay Bond's swan song, perhaps. That's yeah. the word. Then that's a Led Zeppelin album, isn't it? Swan song. Um, well, uh, Dave, surely you can get excited about this Tyreek Backinson goal then after seven. Yeah, we, we started off well again as we normally do, um, <clears throat> and yeah, got the early goal. Uh, I think Selena gets the ball wide left. Yeah. Couple of trademark step overs. He like he did like a step over yesterday, didn't he, Rich? He liked the step <laughs> over yesterday. Couple of trademark step overs, dropped his shoulder, comes inside, just basically lays it, lays it square, probably about twenty yards out. Looked at first it was for Morsey. Morsey kind of looks as if he saw that Morley overruns the ball and lets it go. And yeah, it's just great from Backens. And really you'd like you'd appreciate well, you've seen it probably, you'd appreciate this. Twenty yards, lets the ball run across him, sort of places it side foot, top corner, twenty yards. Oh hello. <laughs> He's got that in his locker, has he? So yeah, great goal. Really, let's really do, nice goal. Let's do the Backinson conversation now to keep this moving. Where where, where do you stand on this then, uh, Rich? <laughs> Yesterday was is it he kind of it's probably his best performance, Dave. I, I don't know what, whether you think about that because I think it had a little bit of everything. He's, to me, he's always like a six out of ten in lots of different categories where we need him to be a seven or an eight. You know, defensively, I think he had some good moments, particularly in the first half, breaking up play. We've not seen him score a goal like the one he did yesterday. So I, I, my worry is there's kind of when the pressure's off, you get that kind of performance. But when it matters... Is, is this the De Santos paradigm, Rich? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not quite, but you know what I mean, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's. I think he's a good option. I would be maybe a little bit sceptical if he was a starting option. But we've obviously got Evans to come back. But well, yesterday was probably, yeah, as I say, it's probably, you know, if, you're, if, if McKenna said to him, prove that we're right to make your permanent uh, your loan deal permanent. I think he did enough yesterday. Big message yesterday. Yeah. He's, 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 he's neat and tidy, isn't he? And then sometimes you think, oh, there's a neat and tidy player. And then sometimes he gives the ball away really carelessly. But he's Dave, got can, I, can, he's can, can we boil this down to one question, though? If he Go signs, on. can McKenna then improve him to the point where these questions you're asking? Because My- if he does that then it's a, it's a signing that needs to be made and you then have a young player on an upward trajectory that's a saleable asset, right? My, my, my caveat to him signing is 
Rakeem Harper, really. So Rakeem Harper's going to presume going to come back from Crew, and I really would like to see him in a, after a full preseason under the new regime, um, because I think he could do that job. And I think, no great disrespect to Backens, I think Rakeem Harper's a more technical player, potentially younger, more technical player than Backenson as well. Um, look, if that didn't work out, I, I agree with Rich. I think Backenson would be more than a useful more than a useful squad player. Um, and yeah, again, we've got obviously Evans to come back in, who again, I think has been a massive miss in the last, crikey, what, dozen games? Set probably. pieces, Dave. Well, yeah, I think so. I honestly do, yeah. Um, mm. So, yeah, for me, jury's out. But no, if if, if 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 we did sign him, it wouldn't greatly surprise me. But yeah, he'd be a, for me, he'd be a really good squad player. Yeah. Someone mm. who could come in and do a job. I not sign squad players, do we? Yeah, I agree with you, Ben. And, and I, but, I think the well, one thing that I agree. So if that if that in turn holds back development of someone like Harper, then yeah, my thought would yeah. be I don't think Gill's sign. I don't think so. So just come back. What do you Rich? think, Rich? Yeah, based on the conclusions that we've, I think we've all seemingly reached there. As in, why would you spend money on in bigging out the squad when you've yeah. got Elmers in the building as well? Who I'm is Still got Humphreys, exactly right. Hashtag pathway. Um, I just think if you're going to spend money on a central midfielder, it needs to be someone. Sorry, Ven. Um, yeah, I like it. It's good. It needs to be someone who's got a little bit more of the defensive minded stuff because what Backinson has allowed is Morsey to be more progressive and get up the field. And, you know, whilst, as I said, Backinson's a, a decent enough player, I think we could, you know, get someone who's who's a bit look at Barlazer at Rotherham. That's the kind of that's the benchmark for me for a sitting defensive midfielder who's both defensive minded and can create. Yeah, got... And I don't think I wouldn't put Backinson yet uh, kind of a, a League One level Barlazer kind of standard. It's interesting because it's kind of ass about face, isn't it? You're asking Morsi to do something that is not really his <laughs> first flip it round. Yeah. yeah, his first sort of you know Clearly. strength on his on his um on his championship manager stats, is it? Um, so yeah, it's an interesting conversation. I do, I, I do think if you if you do sign Backinson, you almost have to say, well, you're playing. Yeah, you know, you're playing, yeah. you're working, you you're developing you because yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this idea of a squad player doesn't really doesn't really well, float we'll, my boat so much. I tell you what, well, floats we'll know, my boat. We'll know about you, him soon enough, won't we? You won't yeah. certainly know don't know that decision soon um, enough. Monday, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What floats my boat is Connor Chaplin. You all know that, don't you? And this is a lovely little um, swivel and feed for this goal for West Burns. This is a really good goal, actually. And, look, and again, we're going to caveat everything with yes, Charlton were on the beach. Yes, there was nothing to play for. Blah blah blah. Fine. Right, Rich. Now, now praise the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to praise the goal by having a, a dig at another player as well, which I don't want to have to do. But I, the guy next to me at the North Stand is is just bored of me doing this now, so I'm doing it for him. Um, Lovely through ball from Chaplin. Burns times his run absolutely to perfection. Lovely finish with the outside of the boot as well, underneath the keeper's legs. But it, the fact that Burns has figured out how to time his runs is just illustrates to me the deficiencies that Bond's got in his game at the moment. Because five minutes later after that, he scores an offside goal. He's offside a couple of times in this game. And I just, you know, that's going to... He's coming from be... deeper though, Rich, isn't he? It's yes. A different oh, he's coming from run, deeper. Oh, he's coming from wrong. deeper and but from that's... wider. So perhaps he can see the line. But... And then to be fair, Burns has got probably more pace than Bond as well. So he can accelerate past his man. I totally get that. But that to me is the bit that's really held Bond's game up. Certainly the last part of the season. And Burns is kind of 
illustrated how you get it right and it's and it's a quality goal you know and the fit i, I don't know what the celebration's about there but we'll, i'm sure we'll find out at some point on that <laughs> but it, we were talking about this as well yesterday we've struggled with taking a hold of matches by not scoring early we scored two goals in the first 15 odd minutes is it mm. 20 minutes and the mm. game is essentially at that point dead it's on charlton to come out and mckenna said it in his post-match that creates space for us which we love to exploit you know it would be great if every single week it was like this i know it's i know it's end of season beach and I mean, that kind of stuff but it just illustrates how you can how a team like ours now under mckenna can just assert total dominance by just scoring the early goal and then getting the second it's it's like it's exactly what I've been telling you guys for the last, you know, few months. We need to get that early goal, probably in McKenna's mind. But no, you're great right. Finish. In in um, in deference to Charlton and being, being, you know, Chaplin when he received that ball did have the freedom. I mean, it was still a brilliant spin and pass, but he did have the freedom oh. of Portman Road. To be fair, and you can't Burns imagine. Got space too, just, isn't he? Just yeah. thinking of just thinking of games in recent um, recent weeks. Cambridge, Wigan, he'd have been kicked up in the air. But Chaplin Probably. would have been kicked up in the air then. Um, although he has got that that trick in him when he spins around the corner, hasn't he? But, um, but, but no, Davis, the whole strategy is the inside forward finds the pocket, the wing-back's already ahead play. of him and it's the, weight, the away. weight of the pass as well. We saw we saw another one of those sort of passes later on, but yeah, it was great. And Burns coming off the line, sees the line. Rich has quite rightly said he's got the pace. He doesn't, doesn't yeah, you know, doesn't need to stand offside. He probably gives the gives the two defenders a couple of yards anyway. Yeah, lovely finish. Yeah, really good goal, good start. Yeah, it's great. Three uh, nil, Dave. Uh, we'll, we'll rocket through this. Another one for Burn and um, oh, the... we'll praise McCauley Bond for this. Is this one? One? Yeah, this must sorry. have been one. Rich must have been thinking, "Where's the offside flag? Where's the offside flag?" Um, but great from and, and to be fair, good from Bond shows good awareness. He look, he must have been desperate for a goal yesterday. He yeah, could have he easily was. taken that on himself on his left foot and had a pop, but no, gets his head up. Fires it in a really good area and it oh, burns again. Isn't he coming off the line again? Great, just in there. Left foot finish, gets ahead of the defender from about I don't know, eight yards, is it, under the keeper? Lovely goal, lovely goal. Um, we're going to see Rich, Kane Vincent Young, and Cameron Humphreys. And Cameron Humphreys is going to, speaking of the word Swanson, uh, this will be very good for James Norwood's goals per minute stats because he um, plays five minutes in this game and scores the fourth goal as well. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning both the subs had an impact. I mean, Humphreys has a, has a role in the fourth goal. Again, he he does really well to kind of drop into space, as Dave was saying there, and then thread the pass. But Vincent Young came on. Mm. We need to mention this. Possibly the best move I've seen all season. Yeah. Essentially, we just passed our way absolutely through Charlton and to the point where Vincent Young is in behind, pulls back to Morsey on the penalty spot, completely Scuff. unmarked, but unfortunately... Scuffer. That would have probably been one of the team goals of the season yeah. if we'd scored that one. Um, yeah. But this one, yeah, lovely finish. And, and from such a, a, a tight angle as well, what Noah does is get his shot vaguely on target. But I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to credit this as an own goal because it hits the keeper's arm. And I think that puts it actually on target. The keeper didn't have a great oh. game. Inexperienced keeper coming in for McGillivray. Um, but as I said, it's the instinct, Ben, and that's what you get with Norwood. Is is he kind of he's always lurking? He's a threat. He's a presser, um, and he'll he'll try stuff, and it, it worked for him yesterday. And a great ovation in front of the North Stand, um, who chanted his name for the first time in his probably three years being with us. Wholesome. Wholesome stuff. Everyone um, was in the loving at the moment God, about Norwood. Again, perhaps he had a little bit of time and space, but don't under, don't underestimate the weight of the the, the, the left football yeah. from Humphreys was a delight also, wasn't it? 
Well, talk to me game. about talk to me about Humphreys then, Dave. How would you use him now going forward? Well, he looked really good yesterday. I mean, as I said, perhaps it was a, an easier game for him to come on. Obviously, three nil, three nil yesterday, and they we've got all the caveats. In. We've done very well with this. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you know, I mean, they, they sort of played him in that roving sort of ten role, really, didn't he? He had sort of like the freedom of that ten role. And yeah, he landed on the ball. Landed on the ball. Come, so he should have had another assist, I think, for Norwood as well. In front of you, probably Rich. I think was it Norwood? I think. But um, he, um, is he yeah, footer, when he, is he yeah, Dave? landed on the ball. Looks a bit. Looks a bit sly again. You know, I like me and you like sort of nice left-footed players. You know, he's got that. Say your can... bias is going to kick in there. Well, I it? know, but yeah, he, yeah. You know, from, from all the reports you've seen, I've seen him once or twice in the academy. You know, we all heard the Kieran Dyer interview and what Kieran Dyer had to say about him. Obviously, rated very, very highly at the club. And yeah, came on yesterday. Certainly, Rich, when he landed on the ball, didn't look out of place, did he? And the no, pass he didn't, for that, but you're, you're the pass right for that, that sums it up. I mean, in the academy game, Rich. I mean, again, we're talking eleven against ten again. Was he head and shoulders? Was he? Did he really look the part in that? You know, he head and shoulders physically and everything else. Um, not physically, and I, I think that's probably that's what I meant. This is important. Yeah, so uh, certainly it's quite slight. In, in that under eighteen games, he doesn't stand out. I think he did yesterday because Charlton are quite a physical, imposing team anyway. But what you can tell is on the ball, he's got utmost confidence just to try stuff. He was spraying yeah. passes. He's got a good set piece delivery on him as well. Dare I mention that? Um, so he's clearly got. Absolute ability, but I think as an 18-year-old, and, and possibly this is played into McKenna's thinking about starting him, is I think in a game which matters, he's going to get clattered, Basically. sadly. That's the yeah. way it is at this level. And maybe another year of bulking out. And it's amazing, isn't it? In the summer, he'll be ready for it. I mean, obviously a different position. When you then look at Bagger, good God, the boy's a man, isn't he? He's yeah, shit. he is. I mean, yeah. it's just, you see him, you know, again, I've, I've seen him once or twice in the academy. I haven't seen him play. I think that's the first time I've seen him yeah, up close and per, up close and personal, up close in the first team yesterday. And he is a specimen. He's huge. But and even on two, Ben, you'd like two-footed, lovely left foot I, as well. I, I was at the Rotherham game, Dave. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it worked quite well at Rotherham because he played one up front and just turned the midfield yeah, to of dust. So he had. Yeah, of course you were. It, right. it, it sounds strange to say against Rotherham because obviously you've got your work cut out at set plays, haven't you? But I think with hindsight, that was. I know there wasn't much choice in the matter, but that was quite a good. Quite a good yeah, he's a, he's a lad who's, you know, given his physique. I know we're talking about Humphrey, sorry, but Bagger, given his physique, you know, with a little bit more experience, he's. Yeah, he's going to... And, be and I don't well. think Humphreys has to become like a unit no, 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 to no. succeed because he's got the ability, uh, he's got he's the to... he's got the range of passing and stuff like that. I just I just think um, we owe it to him to kind of protect him a little bit. And, exactly. and you know, games like yesterday is great for him because yeah. pressure's off a little bit and Charlton at that point were 3-0 down. Look, my, 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 you know, my analogy, you, know, you can imagine him playing how, like, how what, the Cambridge game was a month ago. Imagine him coming on to that game. Yeah, exactly Yeah, right. yeah that, yeah. But you right. you've got to look after these players, like you say. You've got to put them in a position to succeed, and not, you know, we all remember poor old Johnny Williams having the crap kicked out of him every, so, uh, yeah, yeah, every every game. You've got to try and I know it's easier said than done in League One. Find the space, find the time to use them, and and you know, I see old Andy Robertson always gets interviewed by Sky. He must be shorter than me, you know, and he's look like at one of the top. Yeah, Chapman's and... diminutive in stature, yeah, isn't he? Exactly. but he's, but he's got some. You just need to he's, folk. he's upper body strong. Yeah, yeah. Find the find the way to use him. Um, final final reflections on yesterday. Then, uh, Rich, uh, with with all the caveats that yes, it was the end of the season, <laughs> and, but we do love a four 0 win. Yeah, I, I mean, 
great atmosphere, a big crowd, a lot of away support as well. Yeah, um, nice. But it just to me typified, I kind of, you alluded to this at the start, Ben, this is what you kind of could have won. It would have been great if that game had meant <laughs> yeah. something. Um, but it, you know, admittedly in mitigating circumstances, the kind of possession, performance, dominance, goal scoring that we know this team is going to be capable of and hopefully with some clever recruitment that shouldn't be an outlier performance for next season but great to sign off with a win we were all a bit concerned potentially after the you know McKenna terms last few weeks have been a bit um, limited in terms of points and goals and so on so it's good to kind of put that to rest and and also to get one more point more than we did last season (laughs) (laughs) not that you count in yeah not that it matters Dave no, I agree. Yeah, they would have been. Yeah, it was just nice to sign off with a game and a performance and goals. You know, yeah, four goals. Um, yeah, I had that game. You know, you go away and it's and it's finished up. I don't know, maybe not one nil or even if heaven forbid a nil nil or something. It would have been twenty six thousand. Been a bit meh, as GB used to say. But um, no, it's um, it's great and at least you know it takes a bit. You, did, you didn't good... just mention an attendance, did you, Dave? Get, sorry, sorry, mate. You didn't just mention the attendance, did you, Dave? No, yeah, it's rich. Just it was, it was <laughs> bang on twenty. It was bang on twenty six. Most wanted on the Charlton Twitter feed now. Yeah, but it but it was. Um, they brought good numbers as well. To be fair, Charlton. Charlton were like a couple of thousand, didn't they? Superb, yeah. weren't they? It was flares going. It's all kick. It's all Pyro, going. Off, yeah. yeah. Craig, um, our colleague Craig, I think, was in the in the Churchman South Stand yesterday, and he was saying there was a lot of very. I, I assume he was over to that side. He said there was a lot of very irate, as you could imagine, Charlton. Uh, Charlton fans, but I don't think they care. They probably nice sunny day came up for the day from London. Happy days, probably. But uh, on the train, yeah. on the train, on the train. Um, yeah. Right. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Whilst you were um, at the game yesterday, I was attempting to keep up with all that went on in League One and I'll, I'll try and take you through how yesterday 
played out. Um, and this is our final League One table. So big congratulations to Wigan, who beat Shrewsbury yesterday, and Will Keane won the Golden Boots. Um, so they are champions. Wow. Rotherham, uh, you were asking it before we came on air, Dave. And um, there was a point um, in the Scott Twine versus Plymouth Argyle game that um, <laughs> that Scott Twine was ahead of Rotherham in the in the. No, MK are very good, and they're not a one man team. But he was utterly brilliant yesterday. Um, but the whole thing was um, Rotherham Gillingham was the game that was controlling relegation and um, top two yesterday, and we knew a Rotherham goal put things very heavily in the Millers' favour and. They've done it again. They've slipped a little bit over the line, but I'm talking about a team that's got 90 points. So, um, you know, that's that's a very fine total, even if they... And they both slipped, Wigan and Rotherham. They both could have got 95, couldn't they? But um, it's been a slow end to the season. MK will play Wickham in the playoffs. I will be at the second leg. I already wow. have a ticket, so I'm very much great looking stuff. forward to that. And yeah. isn't that... A be- we've got two great playoffs here. I sound like President Trump. We've got two, two great playoffs... The, the best playoffs you can possibly have. I'm not getting Richard better impressions than me. But I love the tactical matchup of MK versus Wickham. And I mean, if you want two big League One clubs, how do that's you like cha- Sheffield Wednesday versus Sunderland? Ben, that's, a, that's a championship playoff game, isn't it? For goodness sake. I mean, what a, what what's a game. The com- what's the combined draw for that going to be? It's That will be it? massive TV numbers and 70,000 fans over the two yeah, games. Sunderland are going to Sunderland are going to have 40,000 plus, aren't they? Sheffield Wednesday, Wednesday was full yesterday, be, Dave. Hillsborough must be 30,000. Yeah. 30, I think the aggregate probably. score in their two games is 5-3 to Sunderland. By yeah. the way, as well. <laughs> it was 5-0 right. and a 3-0. Yeah. Right. So um, I want a one or two word answer from both of you. Okay, Richard. MK Wickham, who gets through? MK. Uh, Dave. Yeah, MK. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, Sunderland, who gets through? Rich. Chef Wednesday. Dave? Yeah, Chef Wednesday. So we're going for a Wednesday. Barry Bannerby, Scott Twine in the final. <laughs> I saw this game a few weeks ago and uh, Wednesday won, but it was one of those ones where all of their first three shots oh, went this in. This is the Bannon long range. Yeah, the Bannon long Wonder goal, isn't it? The big burst in Selena, which um, nah, upset nah. lots of its rich fans, didn't nah. it? But <laughs> you've got to do it on Sky, boys. You've got to do it on Sky oh. if you want to win goal of the season. Hey, um, So, Richard, if it's an MK Wednesday final, who have you got going up? I think it goes to extra time. Cool. And I, <laughs> He's hedging his bets, Dave. I think it's a three-all uh, normal time and it goes to extra time. I, <laughs> for some reason, I, quite, I fancy Sheffield Wednesday to sneak in. Mm. And they didn't really sneak in in the end. It was comfortable. I just think MK might win it. I don't I know why. I would say, Dave, MK are a better team. I think Wednesday have got a bit more in That's terms exactly, of star power. And I don't want to yeah. use that. I don't. I don't want to use that S Housery word, and I'm not going to say it <laughs> completely. But yeah, I think maybe when it comes to it, Sheffield Wednesday might have a little bit more. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I just streetwise, reason, streetwise yeah. experience, streetwise. Oh, no, Look, I love got, MK. Well, I'll, 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 Farrell in goal. People like Harley Dean, Liam Palmer, Luongo. I mean, Bannon. Bannon would be a good championship. Bannon, Bannon went off injured yesterday. He did. That's an, an interesting, interesting wrinkle, isn't it? But like yeah. Lee Gregory just does the job. At even Berahino, they've got a tune out of him. People like Marvin Johnson, who's played championship Steady. for years, as well. You're right, and it's. I just and, think. When it comes to it, they might have a bit much, but it's going to be. I mean, you know, we spoke about Sunderland. The, you're right, Ben. The MK Wickham game is a is a fascinating That's one. Going to be a one, beauty, isn't that isn't it? Wow! Because we know so you're exactly going to the game what... at 
Uh, MK or Wickham? <laughs> I, I, I'll do a big name drop off off air. I, I should be able to get to the game at Wickham okay. as, as well. Yeah. Um, but no, the the MK um, Wickham thing. No, sorry, the MK Wednesday possible final has the air of a Howard Kendall versus George Burley in that Sheffield where he just had a bit too much. Yeah. Now Sheffield United. Yeah. Sheffield United. Sorry. We love talking about attendances on this podcast, as everyone knows as well. No, I, just, I, I hate it. I absolutely hate I it. I just, uh, it's, a, it's a minor thing. And obviously we're talking hypotheticals at this point anyway. MK do not sell out their allocation potentially at Wembley. Sheffield Wednesday definitely do in a big stadium, in a big moment. And I just wonder yeah, whether Sheffield point. Wednesday have got the players and, you know, playing in Hillsborough, yeah. particularly because earlier in the season, they were not playing particularly well and, and have gone on a run now. I just wonder whether that might work in their favour as well. So, maybe. so guys, in summary, we're saying it's nailed on um, Sunderland, Sunderland, Wickham there. Sunderland, Wickham in the final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Wickham go up. Yeah. Wickham, Wickham go up, couple of set plays. Sunderland will take the lead um, and mess it up. But when their poor fans will have to trudge out oh, Wembley. Don't. Oh, my God. Again. Good God. If that, imagine... Imagine that does happen. And they, well, they, also, no, Dave, that would so mean next... Wickham, Wickham would pass Derby, which is a lovely relationship those two have got. Next <laughs> yeah. season, Derby, Sunderland, Sheffield, Wednesday. Oh, for God's oh, sake. Winner. Stop it. Um, down at the bottom of the table, so that did for um, Gillingham, really, that Rotherham game. Fleetwood, who cannot hold a, the most distrustworthy team in the world, as we expected, took the lead against Bolton and... Um, Ended up losing. Morecambe lost to Sunderland, didn't they? Um, but it was that Gillingham defeat that was the key. Gillingham were going to have to beat Rotherham. So we will be losing Crew, Wimbledon, Doncaster and uh, Gillingham. And forgive me, I haven't looked at League Two. Um, but we need to move on anyway. It was uh, quite the day. And look, congratulations to Wigan and um, yeah, Rotherham are. who have done their job and um, did just a ridiculous weird league table with that fault line down the middle where win 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 down up here I mean, lose 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 down here just quickly the fault line i was just looking this morning so we finished this is the cut off so we finished 11th plus 21 goal difference 70 points <laughs> 12th was accrington with a minus 19 goal difference 60 i mean it's just it's bonkers. an absurd league Absolutely table isn't it? bonkers it's one yeah. of those things where I remember one of the championship manager games had a bit of a glitch in it. And basically there wasn't enough jeopardy in any of the league tables. So what you would get is this sort of thing where no. there weren't very many draws and yeah. you would have really high points at the top and really, and- but we, we say it all the time. A league table is like uh, a one organism where one part reacts to the other. So if you have a high tide at the top, you'll get crap at the bottom. You'll yeah. get, few draws you'll get i mean even those win numbers i know we've done this to death look at that 27 27 26 24 20 <laughs> and j- let's just focus quickly on plymouth who won 23 games scored 80 points and did not make the playoffs no, it's, a joke. it's a joke it's um yeah uh, um... and i'm just really going to do this and i'm not having a pop at wickham here but where were they 59 points from 34 games when that lockdown happened and they got promoted and Plymouth got 80 from 46, and they're not even going to get into the playoffs. But um, then there very we go. Super quick on this one, because I know you're trying to for, um, push us on. Dave's got to go and build some furniture. Dave's got to do isn't some Kasha spraying on his, on his path as well. <laughs> no, that's, um, that's, that's, that's tomorrow. Spraying. That's tomorrow. 
Rotherham have got six seasons with a promotion or relegation in it. Who out of the two promoted teams already is best equipped or to stay up Ooh. or do neither of them Ooh. stay up? I think really... Rotherham probably come down for me unless they spend. Well, always do. But... It's a really good question. Are yeah, you just equipped? so you just wonder. Um, and I don't want to sound like a Norwich fan and talk about models. And um, you just wonder whether that model, tactically and um, financially, is actually ever going to work in the in the Championship. Do, do you know what I mean? It's very similar to Norwich yeah, in, the, not... in the Premier League. They basically the likes of Rotherham going to the. I don't want making this about Norwich. Rotherham going to the Championship and Norwich to the Premier League. They basically have to be. I would say at ninety percent performance capacity to stay up, stuff has to go right. And to be oh. fair to them, last time they had all those games postponed for COVID, and then they played that week where they played. No, Friday. I mean, Dave will probably laugh with his cup replay stories and stuff, but they played like Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, or something, wow. and you know they they lost those vital games, and they they were close last yeah. time, but did for them. Just got to get off to a good start. Wigan, um, I think, I think Wigan, the way they play, um, and they've got goals as yeah. well. You look at Rotherham, and you see Smith up front. See, on you his see own. Will Keane scoring twenty in the championship. Not twenty, no, but I can see Wigan scoring sixty rather than Will Keane scoring twenty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. Max Power creating goals, Lang creating goals. Yeah, and yeah. they'll probably strengthen Possibly as pace well. There. Yeah. Rich, the one, the one. If owners. you take, if you take the huge clubs, Sheffield Wednesday and Sunderland, and their size out of it the one is mk M- mk would be all right in the championship mm. you know because they can yeah. keep the ball they've got a solid foundation of um you know years and years they've got a star if they can, keep him yeah if they can keep hold of him you know and you know someone like mo Iser or maybe, maybe they can get parrot again yeah, and, you know, darling the center half is is mm. good um you know but You've then got to go and beat Gareth Ainsworth and and Wickham, <laughs> which is you know blooming air raid sirens and trenches and mud so, and hard work. Isn't it? I think we can. I think we can safely say what did for us this season. I know we're banged on about it, but seven points after nine games, going into that Doncaster game, knowing what we know about that league table now, Dave, just just well, and looking at those fixtures as well, it weren't as if we were playing the so likes hang of on, Wigan. Dave. Let me let me do the maths really quickly. So did, we got seven points from the first nine games. I think so. Up to up to we played Doncaster, which I think was like twenty ninth of eighth of September. Right. Who's good at maths? So you needed eighty three points to even tie sixth place. So if we got yeah, seven we would... points from nine games, uh, take se- so we would needed seventy six points <laughs> from the remaining thirty nine. Is that? Is that no, right to get to... No, nine, no, 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 nine for 46, 37. Uh, how many points would we need over those 37 games? 80, 83 minus nine, 74. So 74, yeah. So two points per game for the entire rest of the season after that. And um, Wigan champions, two points per game for the for the whole season. So it's the same thing we do with Nottingham Forest in the championship now, isn't it? It's You've got to be championship form Consistent. when you give everybody that yeah. that big head start yeah let's do some questions real real quick um sorry i don't want to run through your questions um <laughs> james this is more of a comment who saw bolton from come coming from nowhere to snatch the much acclaimed ninth place great disrespect <laughs> from bolton to take that ninth place from us wasn't it um steve uh great win to end the season where has this been the last six eight weeks we've got to throw in all our caveats and say yes um, <laughs> on the beach blah 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 
Um, uh, were we class or Charlton or Rattle? You made the, made the point for me. Mixture of both, baby. We get a Dave final one of the season, though, in answer to that question. Uh, yeah, Dave, uh, were we class or Charlton already on holiday? Do you know what? I think it might have been a bit of both. Absolutely. Uh, Steve goes on to say, mixture of both. <laughs> uh, have to get a striker with a killer instinct. Agree with all that. Uh, FPL switch. Question for Ben. Now, I've been racking my brains on this because I've been asked this about 10 times and can't come up with an answer. I, I don't think this player exists. Everyone keeps asking me because I cover the championship. Um, oh, which red hot championship player are we going to get? And my brain is going, why would a player who's viable in the championship sign for a, and scoring goals sign for a League One club? It's almost like I wouldn't know who this player was yet because if they were viable in the championship, they're going to stay in the championship next season. Do you know what I mean? Everyone keeps asking me. And... You can look at a Cameron Archer on loan from Villa to Preston, who would be brilliant. Um, but wouldn't he just go back to Preston on loan next season? Why, why would he? And I know we got Bon, and you know he scored goals for Charlton and off the bench a bit for for QPR. Um, and I know we got Chaplin, and he was Player of the Month. But Barnsley have ultimately been relegated this season. But is it a bit of like the curate's egg? Is that the right the right term? Does this does this person actually exist, Dave? This this person's not going to be a hot championship striker. It's going to be a hot prospect, isn't it? You would you would think so. Yeah, you would think so by that analogy. I mean, it's not quite like Mullin or whoever dropping, you know, dropping down the level out of the league to sign for Wrexham, is it? For goodness sake, it's, it's far far bigger than that. So no, you 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 wouldn't you wouldn't see that. I mean, and you're right. Who the hell? Who the hell would it be? So this would be some. I don't know. Well, if you can't name them, then Christ knows. I, I come <laughs> yeah. from from Black, that. You know, Blackpool signed this lad Shane Lavery from like Northern Ireland and yeah. popped him straight in the Championship with big old Gary Medine, and um, they had. There's okay. There's a name. Jerry Yates doesn't play. Doesn't start for Blackpool. There's a name. Scored twenty twenty two. Did he um, for Blackpool when they got promoted last season? When they got promoted. There's, it's a name. Throw, throw, it's a name, it's a, isn't it? It's really? a low knee, isn't it, Ben? I think that's, that's essentially... Have, do you know what? After a full pre-season, we might have him sitting on our bench. Joe Pickett. There you go. It's Johnson a bomb Harris, maybe. He's a championship oh. player right now, isn't he? He's, yeah. He would be one. He would be the one, and, the, and perhaps the one who... Yeah. Albeit, I would look upon like, that yeah, signing... Like, Dave, as, as like Wigan signing Charlie White this season, where you're like, right. But I hate to say that, and I know Joe Piggott played at a lower club, but we did, di- and I know Johnson Clark Harris is different to, I'm not making the direct yeah, yeah, you but we did yeah. go for the hot the hot hand um, league did. one striker. We did. Last we did. season, and well, it might Charlie, not be his fault. And Charlie White been this. injured? Charlie White. Yeah, some like horrible Hasn't he semi-retired, he? I think. Yeah. I think he's semi-retired because of that. Didn't one wow. of the staff have Seriously? to perform like CPR on him or yeah, something? I think so. Yeah, you're right. Google I think that. It was a that horrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. crikey, horrible. Wow. Right. Let me just quickly go through these. Um, Dave, um, Kyle Edwards, lots to talk about him used in the current formation as uh, Burns understudy, right wing back, or possibly left wing back. Yeah. Uh, could he be used as one of the number tens? Though um, we talked a lot about Kyle Edwards and his and his usage. Um, let me just get a simple yes or no. Then is he is he going to be in the in the first team picture, Rich, next season? I, th- I think so. Yeah. yeah. I hope, I hope I d- so. Yeah. I think it might hinge on Selena and whether we sign Selena. Yeah. I hope so. A lot of potential there. My goodness me. A I can play multiple positions too. Yeah. Organising to do here. Um, keep Baggett as a first team reserve or loan him out and stick with yeah, Burge. Um, 
Well, what's, your, what's your plan with Baggett then, um, then Dave? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, what a promising player. Um, look, again, if Edmondson, you'd you think Edmondson's going to be fit. You've got Cameron Burgess, who's come in and done well, I think, in that in that left-sided role. Um, although, yeah. Um, what, would, yeah what, would Bob, what would Bobby Robson have done? He'd have played him. <laughs> um, yeah, Baggett would not have gone out on Baggett would be playing. Probably. He, he would play him next season. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Him. What, what would, would George, yeah, what would George Burley? Players didn't really go out on loan back then. That was George Burley would have played him. Sorry, George Burley would play him next season. I think you're probably, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably George Burley right. would have had a succession plan though, because there would have been currently a 33 year old Venus Mowbray. Venus, yeah, I, I out of the way. Yeah, I, I, look, if if we've got Edmondson and we've got a fit Edmondson, we've got a fit Burgess, and obviously Wolfenden and stays and stuff. You know, you think you've got cover. You know, you've got cover there. So yeah, I, I I'm not against Baggett Baggett going. Somewhere on loan to gain experience, not at all. But I think he, I think he does. If he started, if the season, going on the caveat with that, if he started his left side centre back next year, happy days. I'd be happy with that also. So, where does Endarba? It might be good experience for him. Sorry, no, where does Endarba fit? So Endarba's just gone out on loan I'm and played a whole season yeah. at Salford. Doesn't forget, yeah. repeat that, and Endarba yeah, gets starting role. Yeah, mm. who's done really well at Salford, hasn't he? By all accounts, yeah. I'll, I'll repeat my comment about organising of the squad. And um, just quickly on Mogger. Um, has been yeah. at Blackburn wow. five years, has not received a contract offer and doesn't know what's going on. So, wow. And um, Mark Warburton's going to be available. Um, two managers that were oft discussed about our jobs, you know, when... And Michael when Appleton as well, Ben. Michael Appleton's going to say, Appleton. He's out as well, isn't he? Yeah, he left yeah. yesterday, yeah. Yeah, left, yeah. Um, lovely stuff. Uh, right, last one, Lee. Um, as we're the 11th best team in League One, along with Derby, Peterborough, Barnsley joining. What do we think is needed for us to achieve the... Oh, no, it's 100 points, 100 goals. Right, let's just be very frank about this. No one ever scores. Has anyone actually ever done 100 points, 100 goals? I know Man City got 100 goals with Keegan. Reading. They didn't get 100 points, Newcastle, though. did they? No. No? no. They didn't get 100 goals with, with Nolan and um, Carroll. Yeah. They didn't get, didn't get 100 goals, I don't think. In okay. fact, I can tell you. Uh, scored, oh no, that's Rafa, 85 goals. I've literally got it written on my wall in front of me. I've got all these big <laughs> tables up. But, um, but um, no, it, I think Lee's, um, he's put a winky face at the, at the end there. But he says, will a central midfielder, left wing back and a striker be enough? I don't think it needs more than um, more than three good signings. But I'm just not, I, I, I really get turned off when we talk about squad squad players. And, you know, you're just talking to me about Ndaba and Bagger. Loads of squad players. Get some first team, three of them, and let them work with this with this coach, Rich. Yeah, yeah. I think as we as we talked about players coming in, I think we've we've also I think heard chat and expect players to leave as well and and similar trajectories. I keep using the word trajectory; it's the wrong word here. But McKenna obviously reduced the squad size down in January. I think that will happen again, but I think the replacements won't be as many, and they'll be of a higher quality and and we know we talked about the striking option and you look at twine you look at smith you look at keen that's the one thing maybe that this team lacks is is an out and out goal threat whether that's a striker or someone else to get 20 plus goals at this level i think unlike the championship i do think you need someone who's just going to score relentlessly and that's what's held us back the last few seasons so that's where i'm assuming we're prioritizing and yeah reduce the squad size down Promote the likes of Indava and or Baggett and or Edwards and Humphreys. or Humphreys. Harper. And, and we've already got the... Rub- yeah, Harper. Harper, got- Harper Groucho, Chico. <laughs> oh, Lyman's harping on about Harper, isn't he? Um, but I think the foundations are there, unlike last season. 
McKenna's been in for a while now. He knows what he wants. He's got a backroom team around him that's settled now, which is well, which is important. I think the foundations are there. The recruitment is just key this summer, isn't it? Last yeah. word, Dave. Agree with all. Agree with all of that. Yeah, let's get the recruitment right. I think. I think there'll be perhaps a few more outgoings, maybe seven or eight. I think that's been banded about outgoings, and I, I think I agree with you, Ben. If we can get three or four first teamers or three, say first teamers, you're going to get in. 35 appearances average out of all of them. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Some consistency throughout the some consistency throughout the squad is what we need. Um, and look. Well, we say it every sign- season, but the, ne- look, next season, more than anything, is, <laughs> is if, if we somehow manage, I'm sorry, if we get the recruitment right, if we perceive we get the recruitment right, and we somehow manage to screw it up next season, I'd just I'm shaking my head, I think. I mean, a lot of people will. Goodness me. Got a win yeah. open. I know you see you listen to um well you watch it on the EFL show last night, Ali is Ali Maxwell on the EFL yeah, show no last pressure, night. Eh? Well, if you ask me right now, put me on the spot, I'd say Ipswich. Oh, God, no, no. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen Clinton hey. Morrison in the background rolling his eyes? I think as we all were. Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, speaking of consistency, it's been another year on the Blue Monday podcast. So first of all, the biggest thanks um, goes to all of our listeners. Thank you. And um, lots of people have gone the extra mile this year with the leveller, um, the ACAST and... Um, all of those financial things that people have contributed to, this will always be free. But um, it costs us in time and now resources with um, with software and um, all of that good stuff. So we really, really appreciate everyone who's done that. Obviously, we have a team of, how many have we got, Rich? Like seven seven people um, on the show. So obviously, it's a huge thanks um, to each and every one of those. and I think the plan is roughly that we'll continue the. Um, I think we know you guys like a break, and I'm talking about the listeners, not the not the podcasters here. Um, so I think we're going to go through with a few Q and A's through the summer, um, Rich. But um, yeah, um, do you want do you want to land on that, Rich, and talk about some of the women's stuff and the sponsorship as well this season? Another yeah, spring twelve oak. Again, I need to thank um, Theo Benneworth at ITFC yep. and, and the Friends of Blue Monday in two different iterations um, for getting involved in the sponsorship. Um, really enjoyed um, being the match sponsor there, and I'm sure we'll have more opportunities for that next season. If you've got ideas and want to get involved and haven't been so far, then at Ipswich, give me a shout. and happy to chat about that. But I think what we generally do in the summer, like, like Ipswich Town and most people, is we take stop, don't we, Ben? And, figure out what we'll do. So happy to take feedback on what's worked well and what we improved. But I think the big game changer for me, pardon the pun, has been the Telegram group, the level of stuff. You know, the chat the guys that we were chatting with yesterday, all all part of that. Whilst we're not doing podcasts, that will continue. So Blue Monday ITC.co.uk to join in there. There's a link on the website and the first two weeks is on us. You know, it's going to go on to transfer news, I'm sure, new kits. But as and when there's big stuff, I'm sure we'll be producing pods and we were chatting to Phil ham about doing a couple more interviews so there'll be stuff happening but it won't be as boom 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 as it's always been and the final thing for me as well apart from just to repeat your thanks to everyone who's got involved interacted donated is to wish itfc women well later on hopefully they clinch second spot in the league to culminate what's been a good developmental season for them and again similar optimism for for them next season as well but yeah big thanks from me to everyone and you guys as well it's always been great fun doing this and hopefully bigger and better things next season no, I agree Dave? with that, Rich. Particularly, seven, yeah, particularly the ladies. Seven I really enjoyed years it. down, Dave. 
I know oh. it's it's crazy, isn't it? Who would, would have thought it? What, what what we're up to now? But just to reiterate, what Richard's saying, thanks to all the sponsors and particularly, um, you know, yeah, the ladies next season. I really enjoyed being down there three or four times. Absolutely brilliant. There's no one's been down there. It's really good Sunday afternoon. Nice atmosphere. Since a great football, and just a shame they've you know just been slightly slightly short and missed out this year. But yeah, hopefully they'll maintain that for uh, you know for next season. So get yourself together over the summer come and join the ride next season and i do not and i've said this for the last seven years want to be sat here talking about a double digit finish i want to be talking about a single digit finish that is lower than six um next ben, season but we want to we want to be sitting here mid-april doing a, a championship a league one anything promotion pod. already on the beach cigar on Two, yeah, yeah, two flakes in the ice cream. But no, seriously, we, we, we jest. We are the same as uh, you lot who listen. We're just fans. We don't know anything more than you do. We just present it every week. So we really appreciate the opportunity to do this yeah. for on. one hour, let alone seven years. So we uh, we say goodbye for the season with um, humble thanks to all our listeners. And um, actually, here's a good way of saying it. Let's take one of those ones off that 11th place next season. And I think that's a good way to finish. And um, uh, we will see you um, in full in the last week of July, probably, um, and for the live Q&As. Over and out for another season. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.